This is a sort of Star Wars podcast. This is where the fun begins. Back it up, fuzzball. I feel the force. Welcome back to a sort of Star Wars podcast, the podcast that is sort of about Star Wars and sort of about everything else. Welcome, everybody. We have Molly joining us today. Guacamole. Hi, Molly. <laughs> Hello, Riot. How are you? Great, great, great. I like your guacamole shirt that you're sporting. Thank you. Thank you. Fine. Swipe up to get your own yep. guacamole shirt. <laughs> and leggings if you want leggings. Yeah. And shoes yeah. and all kinds of guacamole gear. I know at you guys are our threadless it. store and <laughs> also we have a patron of the podcast a returning guest host mr daniel bandit <laughs> hello 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 how's it going good good welcome back to the show dan i know glad to be back yeah yeah so today we are doing another acrostic episode me and molly did one a little while ago on podcast where we take each letter of a certain word and say what we like about that word and this time we have chosen star wires <laughs> star wires <laughs> a lot of overlapping letters i will say podcast, I know. everything was unique <laughs> i know like, why do all my words sound the same oh because it's the same letters and all of them so um except w w was hard for me to pick one out so i just made up a word um <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. So um, let's just dive right in. So I'll go ahead and start off with S. That's the first letter of Star Wars. And my S word is podcasts. Mm -hmm. mm. Nice. There are, I don't know how many podcasts you guys listen to. I know Molly listens to two and Dan <laughs> listens to like three. <laughs> Dan listens to coding podcasts and uh, oh, on NPR. NPR. The other day, I heard something great on NPR. I'll tell you guys about it. <laughs> tell me, please tell me about it. <laughs> I love when people tell me what they heard on NPR. Do you actually listen to the NPR podcast? NPR politics podcast. Yes, it's oh. great. Daily episodes. <laughs> the politics of NPR is like the part I hate the most about NPR. Like I love NPR. But then when they get into the pot, the politics, I'm like, eh, mm. send me to like the person in some random country who's researching some random animal that produces some random chemical that nobody knew existed that like solves world hunger. That's what I want to hear about. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of random in one sentence. <laughs> Anyways, so I picked podcasts because there are so many Star Wars podcasts. I don't know if you've ever perused the or browse the podcast library but there are so many star wars ones um but that said it is such a good place um to find what you love about star wars and be able to relate to somebody else about it like there's ones from there's like s specific prequel trilogy ones original trilogy sequel trilogy ones that like do deep dives into characters and ones that go into like the history and so there's like so many different options for anybody who wants to listen to a podcast about star wars so that's what i love about it i've listened um 
I used to listen to like seven or eight Star Wars podcasts pretty regularly, but now I've gotten it down to like two or three because it's just too many to listen to um, at some point. There's not enough hours in the day, um, but I kind of equate it to like people who enjoy sports have like sports radio and like all day, 24 seven on ESPN radio, people talk about sports and it's like for four hours, there's one guy talking about something and then after that, there's four hours of a different guy talking about the exact same thing and it's two <laughs> totally different views and ideas and debates and stuff like that. So I think it's cool that Star Wars as a community has so many places that they can uh, find what they enjoy about Star Wars. So that is my S. Molly, you're up. Okay, so I was trying really hard to figure out where to put this. So I had to put it as as Skywalker because Luke Skywalker is my favorite. I just love Luke Skywalker so much. So Really? He's your favorite? Uh, Yeah, he's probably... Not Anakin? Well, he'll come later. But (laughs) 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 Um, Luke Skywalker was, I mean... He was my favorite when I was when we first started watching Star Wars because there was no Anakin at that point. And then, um, yeah, so especially, well, I'll get to that later. But yeah, so Skywalker <laughs> is my S because I just love, I love Luke. Nice. Why do you love Luke so much? You're just like, when you watch a movie, do you normally like go for the hero of the story? No, I tend to actually go for the anti-hero or the villain of the story. Hence the reason I love Loki. Loki, yeah. And hence the reason I hate the last two movies of the Avengers. Um, so, uh, but I don't know. I just, I don't know why I like Luke so much. I just thought he was so awesome in his like black outfit in Return of the Jedi, mm, which I'll get to yeah. later. But yeah. um, like him in Return of the Jedi was just, oh, it was just great. Yeah, that is primo Luke, I would say. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to ask as well. Your favorite yeah. movie, Luke. You know, which version of Luke is the best? So, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. A New Hope. He's just like, I don't know. <laughs> Whiny Luke. Luke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Cool. All right, Dan. What do you got for S? All right. Well, so my first one, I would say, is sounds. Mm. So, I feel like there's so many iconic sounds within Star Wars, you know, that you recognize immediately. You know, if you would ever hear it, your mind goes right there. Lightsabers, TIE fighters, the blasters. Um, like, and it, I feel like random facts of the podcast have, like, I remember a screaming elephant at one point in time. Or yes. I, what was that even for? I don't, yeah, I don't remember what the sound rancor. it was. Was that the Rancor? Maybe. Uh, yeah, but it's just interesting, you know, especially in the yeah. old days, how they would have made those sounds, um, you know, and they still sound great today. Uh, I have a lot of video game related things in my acrostic, um, but I remember playing Star Wars Battlefront, the new one, um, and just like you get the headphones on and it just sounded, you know, so amazing and like, what are they like? impulse grenade i forget what they're called but just like this like resonating like and like right. you know it just right. sounds so star wars so yeah um i think that's such an important part of the movie uh yeah yeah it's always interesting like i like watching the behind the scenes of the original trilogy especially um because it shows how they would get these sounds and mix them and like they're mixing like seven sounds together for like a two second sound clip it's just like crazy they go out and they spend hours collecting these sounds 
or like they even like have in their mind what would sound good together to make mm-hmm. like the final sound. It's crazy. They get they go out with those huge microphones. So it's just crazy to think about all these like how they can like even think of sounds that would fit in certain areas. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. definitely a good one. Definitely a good one, Dan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I picked for T I picked animation. Um so one of my favorite things about Star Wars is the animations. I think I might like some of the animated stuff more than I like the live action stuff. Um especially watching through like the Clone Wars when it gets to like the battle scenes, mostly the lightsaber battles. They're really cool live action, but there's so much less restraints on what you can do with animation that like they're so fast, they're so well quote choreographed. Um they are just like super intense and i just love the action sequences in animation and i love how there's so many so many different styles of animation um you have like i just wrote down a couple here uh clone wars rebels resistance uh forces of destiny and galaxy of adventures uh the lego animation uh lego star wars animation there's just like so many different ones that you can watch and they all have their different style and some of them are like really i would say like beautifully done like parts of like clone wars and um resistance i didn't really like resistance that much as a show but um the animation style i absolutely loved it so it's so cool to see all these different types of animations and uh just what different people can do with the animation so um also enjoy about the animation there are mostly all shows so you can go much deeper into the story than just a two-hour movie. Um, you can spread out the same amount of time over, you know, three, four, five seasons of animation, animated shows. And that's just shows rather than movies, but all the shows until The Mandalorian were animated. So that's why I like animations. Let's uh, go backwards this time. Dan, what did you have for tea? Okay, so uh, my T, and I like how like Molly is the purest of the acrostics, like the first letter, at least for your other episode too, was like the letter, and then Ryan just like twists it a little bit, it's halfway through, so I go back and forth a little bit, mine's not quite quite there, but mine is What do you mean? Star, what? <laughs> acrostic, it's not, it's not an acronym, it's acrostic. Um, an acronym yeah, yeah, yeah. is where each letter is each word is the first letter and acrostic can use any of the letters i know okay. but i like it when it's the first one and it really frustrated <laughs> me that i couldn't do that this time <laughs> yeah so my t is star tours from MGM Studios. I think it's called something else now at Disney World. Have you guys been on Star Tours? I was going to write that for my tea. I didn't, but I was going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, is yeah. it still around? I feel like you've been there more recently, Ryan. It is. Uh, well, I think Molly was there more recently than I was, but it was still, I mean, it's still Star Tours. They revamped it a couple years ago and added C3PO. Um, and I mean, it's called. Star Tours is in Hollywood Studios. It's not MGM Studios. Um, yeah, that, that name they changed like 
15 years ago. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so my, my story with this is, you know, I don't know when I first watched Star Wars, but I was probably five or six, and we go, you know, I'd already seen the first three movies, I think, and we go, and I, like, love Star Wars, but we start going in line, um, my dad's, like, holding me, and it's, like, kind of freaky, right? They do the whole atmosphere thing, you're walking around, you got long lines, and there's mm. droids talking to you, and and I just, like, had a breakdown and was, like, I was screaming, I'm gonna die, uh, like, almost the whole <laughs> wow. time in the line, because Luke Skywalker lives, but I'm not Luke Skywalker, you know, everybody <laughs> else gets blown up as they go towards the Death Star, so I was, like, freaking out, my parents tell it, um, tell the story as often as they can, uh, but the fun thing is, at the end of it, you know, got off the line, I wanted to go again, and, like, you know, I think we did it three or four times that first day that we had gone, um, yeah. so it, it holds a special place in my heart, even though I lost my hunchback of Notre Dame ball cap in it Aww. one time. So, oh no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with a classic cap. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you like Hunchback of Notre Dame? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the gargoyles. I think I had gargoyles on my hat. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But it was great. And for people that, that don't know, it's like it. you get in, there's kind of a huge like movie screen, movie theater mm-hmm. screen in front of you. You sit down and then the the seats are like animatronic, like they moves and it feels like you're like flying through. It starts all, you know, peaceful, but then maybe TIE fighters come or something and you're kind of racing around going through the Death Star, like uh, little yeah. alleyway things. And um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. When they changed it, they they did make it a lot better. Molly, did you know... Dan, I don't think you knew this, but Molly, you might have known that um, our Uncle Doug got to work with Sir Anthony Daniels. Yes. Yeah, I knew when... that. What's that? I knew that. Uncle oh, Doug. How did you know that? Huh? <laughs> Uncle Doug. I, just, I don't know who Doug is. <laughs> what? <laughs> this, is, this is melting my mind right now if you knew this fact. <laughs> I I'm like, did I talk about this before sometime? <laughs> um, but he got to work with Anthony Daniels. To uh, when they revamped the ride to do the animatronics yeah. for him, like wow, I know. that'd be awesome. I when know. I talked to Doug about it, he didn't seem too like excited about it. He's like, "Who? Oh, Anthony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Tony. Yeah, oh, Tony. no big deal." <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of like Uncle Doug. I feel like though. Yeah, yeah. Once you work at Disney for thirty years, there's like nothing exciting anymore. Okay, Molly, what did you have for tea? I put tradition because Star Wars, I feel like, started as a family tradition. So that's what I think of when I think of specifically the original Star Wars and that, like, uh, special edition <laughs> weird-sounding box. The one that farts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the one that we thought was so Take funny to put the two sides together. <laughs> um, Dan, do you so- know what we're talking about? No. It was like this VHS set that had like half of Vader's face on it. Mm. And like it had like a gold side and a a black side. And as you would take them apart. And then when you put them back together, they're like. (laughs) 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 Were both your parents into it or just one or the other? I'm not sure either of them are really into it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think it just got us into it. I think it was just like. A something they wanted us to watch, kind of like the Rocky movies. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I remember watching the Rocky movies pretty young, and then being like excited to show them to us. But now I don't know that they even like care about the Rocky movies. Interesting. Yeah. 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 
So that was like, I just remember so many times we would have family movie nights and we would get pizza and wings from Metro Express and... 717-285-2885. Shout out, Metro. (laughs) Swipe up for their online menu. Two medium cheeses for $9. Can't beat it. That's a pretty good price. Yeah. Um, But we would sit in the upstairs when the upstairs was still that, like cruddy living room on that rainbow right. tv our rain our tv <laughs> fell over and yes. half of it was rainbow colored and um and matt would sit right in front matt and ross would sit right in front and read the scroll mm, as it would yes. go because i couldn't read so i just feel like star wars has so much like tradition to it for me yeah i just feel like it was like a family affair that's a really good that's a really good word molly i'm not saying i used it anywhere else <laughs> That's a really good word. <laughs> Thank you. Although mine is more like a um, fiddler on the roof tradition. So tradition, tradition, tradition. <laughs> um, good. That's a good one. Okay. Um, I guess I'll start with the A. <laughs> so funny. Uh, my A. I picked the word fandom. Um, so this one, when I was like writing out some notes on it, I thought, well, this is kind of similar to like what I wrote about podcasts where it's like, there are so many different types of fandoms out there within Star Wars. Um, so you can just kind of find your spot within the fandom, but because there's so many, you can also hear other people's ideas. Um, I think there's, um, a lot of negative, loud, uh, quote fans out there um but i love being a part of the fandom uh star wars uh between like twitter instagram and podcasts there's just so much love for star wars out there and sometimes it's hard to um forget all the negativity and just find what you like about star wars and um hear what other people like about star wars and why they like it um it's interesting, like, Molly, you just talked about tradition, about how you were introduced to Star Wars very young, and Luke Skywalker is your main char- is your favorite character, and other people are just introduced in the last couple years to Star Wars, and Kylo Ren is their favorite character, or, you know, something, someone newer like that, and so it's just interesting to find out why people love what they love about Star Wars. One, one example is people, some people love Boba Fett, and I just don't understand that, like... He is a cool looking guy, but when it comes down to it, that's all that I really feel about Whoa. him. <laughs> we'll talk about this later in the <laughs> acrostic. I was like, as I was saying it just now, I'm like, I think Dan's a fan of Boba Fett. But I had it written <laughs> down before I even like thought about it. Um, because I was on a podcast with someone else and they the guy was saying, Oh, he's a Boba Fett fan. I was like, That's so weird. It's like I don't understand being a Boba Fett fan. Um, but that's great for them. I he was he was he could have been so cool but then he died so quick I'm like oh my he like doesn't have enough screen time for how cool he looks he needed more cool things like Django kind of came in and was like these are the cool things that we can do but Boba Fett didn't do enough of them but this isn't Boba Fett is not my A so (laughs) fandom is my A people like Boba Fett and that's great my my boss at work like the owner uh, I can say this because he definitely won't listen to this. Um, 
He always calls him Baba Fett. Boba it bothers Fett. me so much. Baba Fett. He also calls Jar Jar Jaja. He called him Jaja Blinks. And he's like, he writes my paycheck, so I feel like I couldn't correct him. You know what I mean? Jaja Blinks. He's one of those guys that like likes Star Wars, but he likes Star Wars toys more. And he's got a lot of money. So it's just like, if you would like walk into his office or his house, he's got like every Star Wars Lego that ever existed. And he's got like three or four or five of them. And then he's got like every action figure. He's got like, like the, like big tall statues of Maul and um, Kira and Ray and all these people. He has, he bought a life size Iron Man. And so you like think he's like, wow, this guy's a real fan. And you talk to him and he's like, Ja Ja Blinks. And I'm like, okay, I guess maybe you just have a lot of money. <laughs> and you're like, like, I get it. He likes it. He likes to buy stuff because he likes it. But it's just funny. Anyways, sorry, boss. <laughs> please, please keep signing my paychecks, please. <laughs> All right, Molly, what did you have for A? I had at-ats mm. because... I think that they're super awesome. Um, what? It makes me think of in uh, Blue Harvest <laughs> when they're on Hoth. It's the second one, something something Dark Side or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they're like, we should be good as long as they don't have any large robotics <laughs> slow camels or whatever. Oh, he right. Says. <laughs> and then right. they like, look out at the across Hoth, and then you see like these giant ca- robotic camels walking at them. <laughs> they're such a cool machine but like they are really slow yeah they are but i just think they're really yeah i loved them that was one of the only redeeming things about the battle of hoth is the adats and then the going around the legs Mm -hmm. yeah with the rope or whatever so i just think they're cool and for all those people out there it's okay if you call an atat that's what i call it (laughs) atat Um, I wasn't going to say because I was like, shoot, this is a sort of Star Wars podcast. I don't want to like pronounce things differently than everybody else. I already people were making fun of Jaja Blinks. <laughs> no. no. I get into arguments with my students about it and they'll be like, it's ATAT. And I'm like, George Lucas says it's rhymes with hat hat. So it's at at. And they're like, George Lucas doesn't know. I'm like, See, okay. <laughs> my, my only problem with it is that there's an ATAT and then there's an ATST. And yeah. the ATST is not an atst. So yeah, I, I would I think agree. that both of them would be the A T A T and A T S T. Yeah, I get it. It just then if it if you say A T A T, then the shirt that says "Where you at at" doesn't work as well, <laughs> you know. So yeah. I like the shirt with the A T A T at ats that say "Where you at at." Yeah, yeah. Cool. I just think they're like the coolest robots in the. I think they are. I yeah. like them a lot. I like. I really do like them. I think when they made new ones, I don't know what they're called. In Jaw Jaw Blinks, I think they're called. In, <laughs> in uh, Last Jedi, when they're like yes. surrounding that thing where they're all hiding, and yes. Luke comes out, and you like see these. They're like First Order AT-ATs. Um, those were like scary looking. Like those, I'd be yeah. like, whoa. 
but probably in 1981 when the ad ads came out, I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you ever wonder, like, was it? It must have been like a marvel watching this in the 70s I, yeah, and 80s. I can't imagine. Being like, how did they do this? Even now, like seeing the stuff, like how they like all those miniatures that they use. And like, yeah, it's, I, I, it's a wonder how they could make those back then. It's true. It's true. All right, Dan, what do you have for A? All right, so my A is Jedi Fallen Order. So that's the newest Star Wars video game. Um, I think I talked to, talked about it when I was on the show yes. last, just because they had like recently announced uh-huh. it. So I got it for Christmas, um, just beat it a couple weeks ago, and it was really great. Highly recommend it. Um, it had a really good story. It built the world more. Um, the main character, Cal, was great. He had a little cute droid, BD-1. Mm. Um, there were some AT-ATs in it. They were all moss-covered, and like you got to like climb one. And um, There's just like a lot of really great set pieces. There's one moment where I was on the couch playing. It's kind of like a standard, just like explosions and i was like okay this is like normal video gamey stuff but then this one thing happens that i won't say but just a big surprise and i like literally like laughed out loud with like how cool it was <laughs> and stella my wife was like what are you what are you doing um is but it was BD really great like, i don't I, even know what bd1 is is it like a bb like it's small has two little like chicken leg kind of things i don't BD, know you have to i probably have seen it yeah yeah but um, I think I talked about last time, like, there's games that are known for their difficulty called Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Oh, yeah, and yeah. this is, like, a hybrid sort of of that, because I've never been into those games. They're probably a little too scary and a little too difficult. And this was, like, a, a slightly dumbed-down version. So most of the fighting was, like, it was challenging, but wasn't too difficult. But there's a couple boss f- battles that were really, like, frustrating. You know, I wanted to just turn off the system. I did once. But then you come back to it and you like finally beat this boss and you feel like so good about it. And I yeah. got like a little glimpse of that because I've never done some of these other games. So um, if you're in for the challenge, and I only played on like the normal difficulty, so you can really ramp oh. it up. But um, <laughs> it was a really good, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'll probably go back and like try to, there's like a couple mythic creatures around that you can defeat, you know, the extra kind of stuff. So Fallen um, Order takes place when? It is after Order 66 okay is that the yeah so uh, i was gonna say it's a jedi that escaped order 66 right mm-hmm. okay. yeah yeah like he was like a young padawan at the time okay. and um kind of repressed his memories and like powers and stuff and then like slowly regains them over over time yeah i was watching lime tree play it some soon after mm-hmm. it came out it looked pretty pretty awesome um yeah i think he the guy that plays him it's weird to think that there's like video game actors because the the guy that played him was at um uh when it was the premiere of Rise of Skywalker I think is what it was at cuz they like showed that live on YouTube and okay. they like showed him and I'm like they didn't say who he was at first I'm like that guy looks exactly like the guy from Fallen Order and then they like showed his name and who he was supposed to like what character he played i was like oh that is the guy from like it's like <laughs> yeah sometimes video game actors they make you know they make the character look exactly like the real person huh. but other times there's an actor but they obviously just, you know they can easily change right. it to face to look like whatever but yeah it's weird when it's well, uncanny recently we got well this was back at christmas actually we got an xbox 360 like a used one and i got um shoot what is the game um it's an old one it was very popular Help me out, Dan. Um, where he thinks he's bad, or uh, out, not outcast. Um, I never played. Like Darth it, Vader raised I, him. Um, yeah. Oh, 
there's two a force unleashed force unleashed yes 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 mm-hmm. so i'm playing force unleashed and the main character comes up and i'm like oh that looks just like sam witwer who plays darth maul in the clone Wars series and um rebels and then i looked it up i was like oh that is him so they just used his even in 360 likeness. days yeah that's yeah. cool so um cool 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 I had so much to say about that video game conversation. Oh, chime in anytime, Molly. I'm a big gamer. Big gamer. Uh, let's see. What are we on? We're on the R. R. So for R, I put score, meaning the soundtrack. Mm. Uh, John Williams is decent. He's a decent artist. I think we can all say he's a musical genius. Um, (laughs) So, honestly, the score of Star Wars might be my favorite thing about Star Wars. Star Wars, I think, would have flopped in 1977 if John Williams was not the composer. I mean, I'm sure there's other good composers, but back then, I feel like a lot of the, like, sci-fi stuff was so, like like cheesy kind of sounding music, you know, very outer spacey sounding type of stuff. And this was like not at all like that. Like I feel like you could go and just hear this type of music and it would be called like piano concerto and D minor or whatever. You know, I don't know. (laughs) But it's like such good music by itself. And then when you hear it outside the movie, um, you you just can picture what's happening in the movie. Um, And... Do you have a favorite? Yes. Um, This one's a cheap favorite. In the Rise of Skywalker soundtrack, in the Rise of Skywalker soundtrack, sorry, um, there is a song called The uh, Finale or The Finale. It's like 10 minutes long and it's like every John Williams (laughs) song or all the best ones put together. I'm like, yes, just listen to this over and over and over. (laughs) Um, But no, I would say other than that, my favorite would be Across the Stars. which is Anakin and Padme's theme. It's just a, such a good song. And uh, the Force theme, which is like the theme that plays, um, or Binary Sons, some people call it, when Luke is like looking at the two sons. They play that over and over and over in variations of that throughout the whole uh, series. And then I really like Ray's theme. Um, those would be probably, probably be my favorites from John Williams. Um now, Rogue One and Solo also have some really good music that's not John Williams, but obviously inspired by John Williams. But yeah, I think so much has to do with, so much of my love for the movie has to do with the music. Um, one thing that I recently discovered um, was a was Star Wars ambient music. Um so like I found this video on YouTube. It's like an hour long. And it's like all the like soft kind of background music um, in Star Wars. And I was like, this is great. I can just have this on. And it's not like it's not like the Imperial March where it's like in your face, you know, the whole time. It's just like can be in the background and it's still like awesome music. And you can hear parts of all the songs I just talked about. Um, and yeah, I just I listen to that a lot now. Um, so yeah, I would love. They have these things I would love to go to where it's like the uh, whole orchestra plays while the movie is playing. And I I don't know if they play the whole movie. I assume that they do. 
um, while the orchestra plays. And I would love to go to one of those things. That would be like, the coolest thing in the world. But That would be really cool. I did that for Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Went to the Pittsburgh Symphony. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yes. <laughs> that is cool. I was like the only person wearing like a tie. Like everybody else was in shorts and Zelda shirts. <laughs> of course they were. <laughs> Go to see the orchestra in my pointy ears. Does Zelda have pointy ears? Uh, Zel- yeah, Zelda does. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh yeah, John Williams did some other good stuff too. A couple other songs he did. Probably outside of Star Wars, one of my favorite John Williams songs is... Well, oh man, no. I shouldn't have even gone down this road. <laughs> but the Harry Potter music is just like, as soon as I hear it, I'm like, oh, that is so good. But then there's Jurassic Park, too. I was going to say the Jurassic Park <laughs> theme, though. It's yeah. just, oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm. It fills you with wonder and fright all at the same time. Yeah. I'm kind of sad that John Williams won't be doing any more Star Wars, but he's like 85 or something, so... Yeah. I guess I can understand. <laughs> All right. What about you, Dan? What's your R? Okay. My R is pod racing. Mm. Nice. Um, so, yeah. I mean, just in general, it was awesome. Like, I think I was on the Phantom Menace episode. And, you know, that was, like, my favorite as a kid. And so, I think pod racing still lives up. You know, that it's not oh, just yeah. nostalgia. It's just, like, a cool, cool thing. Um fits into the story you know it's it's great uh but then i was also going to highlight we're going to go back to video games yet again also highlight that just this week oh, it yeah. was announced um that star wars episode one racer which was an n64 game they're making a remaster of it so they're releasing it i think for nintendo switch and ps4 may 12th okay. mark your calendars um, i just heard that, that today like on another podcast I just yeah, heard that. I was like, oh, yeah. it's so good. I had that game for Game Boy. Yeah, that's awesome. And it has this huge rumble pack in the top of it. It'll shake your whole Game mm-hmm. Boy when you'd like wreck and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. At the time, like I like knew all the characters and stuff. So anyway, I'm totally going to buy this. It's been a long time. Um, and yeah, hopefully it's, it lives up. But yeah, pod racing was pretty cool. The sounds too. Like, oh, yeah. Back my first one, like all the, you know, Sebulba's like, whoa, 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 yes. whoa, like that, like yes. engine noise and all that stuff. It's, it's great. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Malisa? My R is Rebels. Like the because, show? Yes. Okay. Um, Because I didn't really get into the animated shows until Rebels. I discovered it on Netflix or whatever it was on. Disney Plus, I guess. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I just love Rebels. How, I also love how the far Rebel are you? Symbol, so... Um, oh, yeah. You have a tattoo of the rebel symbol. Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, half of the rebel symbol, but yeah. Oh, yes. Um, how far am I? I think I am in the... How many seasons are there? Five? Yeah. Four. Because I think I'm four. in the third season. Okay. There's four. Pretty I think sure. I just started the third season. Okay. Yeah. I got distracted by a lot of other stuff on Disney Plus, so <laughs> like all the original I, movies, Disney Channel original movies. Yeah, and kicking it and Wizards <laughs> of Waverly Place. There was just other things that took over, but I do love Rebels, and I love I love Ezra in Rebels, and I like seeing Maul in a different like he's terrifying. Yeah, he's kind of weird. Yeah, and he's so skinny in Rebels, which I kind of like because like the guy who plays Maul is kind of big and stocky, but yeah. in 
Rebels, he's like skinny. Yeah. Which makes him even more scary. Like, I don't know. He just seems like slinky and weird. Yeah. What's the time frame on Rebels? I haven't seen it. Isn't it like before A New Hope? Yes. Leading up to A New Hope. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually, the ghost, their ship is in the Rise of Skywalker. Um, Oh, really? Yeah. At that, Dan, you've seen Rise of Skywalker. eh? Yeah. So at the end, when Lando comes in with the Falcon and all, and he's like, you know, there's more of us. Um, And once you wipe away the tears of joy, you can see over like (laughs) on the screen to the right of the Falcon. It's like on the Falcon's driver's side. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is uh the ghost it's like one of the oh, ones right cool. in the front yeah it's actually you can see the ghost also in rogue one in the really space battle above scarif um you can see it I a really couple times yeah yeah so it's pretty so, cool yeah i love rebels i just think it's fun yeah it's different yeah i yeah we talked about this before i need to keep watching rebels i feel like i <laughs> never watch it enough to get enough into it for me to want to keep watching it um, exactly how I feel about Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I was about Clone Wars for the first three seasons as well. So, um, but yeah. season seven is going now. Oh my word, it's so good. Season seven <laughs> is so good. Like honestly, the first like five episodes were okay, but Ahsoka is back with her lightsabers now, and oh, it's so good. So, <laughs> anyways, um, I guess we're on to. W. Wars. W. Wars. Uh, for W, I put writings. Um, meaning like anything that is written about Star Wars. Um, mostly books. So I, I, I couldn't make books work. So um, I put writings. <laughs> so I haven't read a ton of Star Wars books. Um, and I've read absolutely zero of the comics. I know a lot of like podcasts and people I listen to talk about how good the comics are. And there's so many different ones, um, but I've never read any of them. Um, but I've l- loved every book that I read. Um, probably the first book that I read was one that was written uh, shortly after Return of the Jedi came out. And it's about the, like, the original trilogy characters and this new um, enemy that they have that was a Grand Admiral of the Imperial Army. And his name was Thrawn. Um and who he was brought back then later in Rebels. Um, and now there's three more books about him. But before the new Thrawn books, they used to call the old one the Thrawn Trilogy because the main villain through the three books was Thrawn. Um, but it was called the Heir to the Empire series. Um, and it was so good because it had familiar characters, and but with new... Like, it basically, like, it was five years after the Empire, like, was um, destroyed. Um, but there's still like Imperial army all over the galaxy. Um, anyways, so there's new threats to the new Republic. Um, but anyways, um, other books that I've liked that I've read, uh, the Ahsoka book, um, because I love all things Ahsoka. And just recently I was on a podcast and they asked me what my favorite character in all of fiction was. And I told them it was between Ray and Ahsoka. And I said, Ray. But now, since the new Clone Wars episode, it might change. <laughs> but uh, Ray and Ahsoka are both really cool. But um, have you read the Rise of Skywalker novelization? I have read the first two pages. Um, okay. 
I <laughs> can't figure out if I want to buy it or not. Um, yeah, I got the Kindle version, but like okay. holding the Kindle version, I'm like, ah, I should have got the actual version. There's something about holding a book, but I just like to own Star Wars property. So anything, yeah. I just like to own things that say Star Wars on them, and then my Kindle <laughs> doesn't say Star Wars. But, um, I mean, I barely got into the book, and then someone gave me another book to read, so. I felt like I should read that one first. Um, but there are things in the book. I mean, I've read other things out of the book that like aren't mentioned in the movie that makes things in the movie a lot clearer. Um, so that's all I'll say about that. Um, and then probably my third favorite book that I read was Darth Plagueis, um, which is actually another non-canon book. Um, but it showed how Palpatine became Sidious basically um like they the book starts with Palpatine as like a 13 or 15 year old somewhere in there and this guy Darth Plagueis finds him and basically teaches him the ways of the dark side um and then it shows Palpatine finding Maul and training Maul to be an assassin um while also having Count Dooku as a um Padawan so it was like showing all these um different things that you like wonder the backstory of all these people um it filled in a lot of those spaces but it's not canon so none of it really matters <laughs> um and it just got a lot it showed a lot more of the dark side which was pretty interesting um and of course i like that books are a lot more in depth than the movies mm-hmm. so yeah i read a couple books like as a kid like i remember once about han and leia's like twin kids yes. which again i don't think is canon um I read some of those, but then, you know, it's probably 20 years and then you kind of got me back into a couple. I've only read two or three um, since, but I feel like now, you know, if I, I don't read much, read at the beach. So if we go on another beach vacation, I'll definitely grab a Star Wars book. You know, it's like fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting because I mean, in the expanded universe, which was before Disney bought it, uh, which was all the Star Wars books. I liked how um, like it did like make everything so much bigger. You didn't even have to like write a story about the main characters um directly um like i another book that i read or actually listened to was lords of the sith um and it's about these totally different characters um i mean palpatine and and vader are in it but they're not it's not about them well uh, i guess it kind of is but it's like all these characters you never heard of before um it's just interesting to think that like oh yeah there are people that exist outside of han leia and luke you know what i mean so um yeah that one was a really good one as well molly what did you have for w um so this is the one i couldn't make work (laughs) but it is ewoks Mm. because i love them (laughs) they're just so furry and cute and i just love uh i love all things return of the jedi um, but Ewoks, that whole scene with their, when they're up in the trees and, um, and then C-3PO is like telling the story and they like think he's a god and I just love the little Ewoks. Yeah. <clears throat> they were really, uh, Swiss Family Robinson-esque how they defeated those, um, stormtroopers with the rolling logs and there's a scene (laughs) straight out of swiss family robinson um they're smarter than they let on 
They definitely did they were. could time two logs swinging together to crush an ATST. <laughs> like that was like physics involved there. You know, it's like crazy <laughs> how much they thought about that. Um, but yeah, um, they were pretty. Also, how long did it take them? Like, did they just have all that stuff ready? <laughs> just all you ready. Know? Like, were they just ready for uh, robots to attack? I'm not sure. <laughs> Always ready. Yeah. It's Daniel. What did you have for so for me? I had another video game thing. Where uh, this is my last one, I think. Uh, not quite, <laughs> but is the X-wing VR mission? Yes. Um, which Ryan, I think you played yeah. at my house. So I have PlayStation VR and Star Wars Battlefront. You know, came out originally no VR components, but then after PlayStation VR came out, they added just like one X-wing mission, maybe twenty minutes or something. But I just remember, you know, you you kind of walk around the X-wing, you get inside. And then you're just like floating or, you know, flying through space, um, you know, and then all the ships come out of hyperspeed, like right above you. And and then you eventually go into hyperspeed and like it feels like you're like there, um, you know, a little motion sickness because you're not actually moving <laughs> and like everything's like flying around. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was like quite an experience to like see that on movie screen, yeah. you know, 2D and then suddenly be there 3D. And that was, yeah. It was yeah, really that was cool. a wild experience. That was, I think that was mm-hmm. the first time I experienced VR and it was like, it blew my mind. Like, it was just like crazy. You just like, like you don't even have to look at the battle that's happening. You just look around and there's mm-hmm. stuff happening all around you. Um, it's wild. VR is wild. Yeah. It's one of those things you can't like describe to somebody or you can't watch somebody doing it and get like what it's right. like. So everybody go out and get it. PSVR keeps getting cheaper and cheaper. So it'll be compatible with PlayStation 5 too. Oh, so I was worried. I'm not a Sony sp- <laughs> spokesperson, but yeah. You should be. There's a place um, in Lancaster City that is a, what do they call it? Um, a VR lounge? Virtual reality lounge? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. That we were just at for a fourth, a four-year-old's birthday, a f- I guess five-year-old birthday party. So it's kind of a strange place for a five-year-old's birthday party, but um, it was pretty cool. I got to play. Uh, what's this one? Um, Beat, Beat Saber. Saber. <laughs> uh, that was really fun. Um, I was like rocking that. And I was like, man, this is like VR Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah. mixed with Guitar oh, Hero and I could like get down to that I've put so many hours in that <laughs> game it's great you kind of have two lightsabers and you're swinging and hitting these like Fruit Ninja kind of style balls like to a music yeah. game so that's cool and, like that with the I felt so dumb because it like the guy I was there with I mean the other kid's dad he's like here put this on and play this game so I'm like okay and I put it on you know it covers your face you put the earphones on you can't hear anything outside there and the music was so loud I could tell that someone outside of my <clears throat> now universe was telling me to like step back or step forward i thought i was gonna be one of those guys that like you know swings their hand and like punches another guy in the face or like falls over <laughs> to the wall or something like that but um yeah it was just like crazy how like once you're like in there like nothing else exists outside of those goggles so um yeah that was yeah that was awesome okay so we are at a and I put tradition. Tradition. <laughs> tradition. Um, so, yeah. I mean, similar to what you said, Molly. Tradition is a huge part of Star Wars for me. I mean, our parents passing it on to me and us. And then me passing it on to my kids. Um, I was talking to another dad from Denver. Uh, our preschool aged son. Um, I was talking to one of the dads from his class. And I forget what we were talking about. And he said... 
All my son knows is that Denver likes Star Wars. And I was like, yes! <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just fun to pass it on. And the kids, I don't know, honestly, if the kids are just like liking it. I mean, Denver, I know, actually likes it. But Rylan, I'm not sure if she's just like, I like it because dad likes it. You know, and I want to like like something that dad likes. Will she actually like it forever? I don't know. I hope so. But um and the idea of tradition is a thing within Star Wars itself, like the handing down of the legacy saber from Anakin to Luke to Rey. Um, it's just like a cool tradition or the ideas of the Jedi or using the force, all these things passed down. So I like how it's in the movie and in real life it's passed down. And I think having the huge gaps between the trilogies has just made that even easier. Be like, oh, like, you like this Star Wars, I like this Star Wars, but we all like Star Wars, you know, together. So, yeah. Tradition. Do you mind if I go next? Because mine's very similar. Yeah, go ahead. Go, 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 go. So, mine is Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Which, you know, just my last, or two out of the last three are a little more sentimental. But, yeah, like, my dad passing along, you know, he enjoyed Star Wars and showed it to us kids. It was kind of the first, like, you know, more like semi-violent movies and stuff. But, you know, he loved it so much that we got to watch it too. Um, You know, back then, but then even now, like over Christmas break, you know, now that I have a kid, it's hard. I hadn't seen a movie since before Eliza was born or something, our daughter, a year ago. Um, And my dad and I, like, got away. Just the two of us went to a coffee shop and then went to go see Star Wars together. You know, it was like a great, um, great little tradition. We've been doing that um, for a couple years. Uh, but then now, too, now I'm a dad, I have a one-and-a-half-year-old-ish, and it's fun. I mean, basically the only thing so far, we have some Star Wars books and, you know, reading those to yes. her. Um, and she, like, loves Chewbacca, you know, always points out to Chewbacca on any page, and I try to make the noise. Um, and, Do you have the yeah, Jeffrey so Brown books? Like, Are those ones you have? I don't know. They're, like, hand-drawn-looking, like, comic-y, book-looking yeah, it's hand-drawn. It's, it's like, good night, it's like I am a princess. I am a droid. I am a Sith. Okay. Like, there's like five books in a set or something. It kind of describes okay. I'm a Jedi and like, you know, I don't know. Cool. Yeah. You didn't buy her like a Millennium Falcon Lego set or anything like that yet? <laughs> <laughs> My parents for Christmas got us a onesie that said, uh, for her that says the force that awakens you, um, so, you know, just cute stuff like that. Should have told him about the sort of Star Wars. Yeah, uh, anyways. Shop. What's that T-shirt shop or whatever? Yeah, threadless. Threadless. Yeah. 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 Next Christmas. Next Christmas. All right. Cool. Okay. Molly, what do you have for? Ah. Uh, My A is Anakin. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I had to put Luke first because he was my first oh. love. First love. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, Where does yeah, your so husband Anakin. fall in your list of loves? Is he first, second, third? Well, he's first real love. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I put Anakin because I just love Anakin, and I know that a lot of people hate him. I you mean like I Jake it. Lloyd Anakin? He's your favorite? No, Hayden Christensen oh, oh, Anakin. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, it was just his birthday. Happy birthday, Hayden yeah. Christensen. Um, because he's definitely listening. But anyways, <laughs> so I just love Anakin. I liked. I don't like little Anakin. I like 
the little eight-year-old Anakin I'm not a huge fan of, right. but um, I like him in the Clone Wars, and then I like his transition from, like, this guy who wants to be good, and then he turns bad. Yeah. And I liked I him know, in Clone just, Wars probably more than I liked him in the live-action movies. Um, I'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I mean, I haven't not liked him in Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, you see, but, you see. I mean, because he has a Padawan in um, Clone Wars, you see more of his like teachings, and his teachings are definitely more like gray Jedi teachings um, rather than just like black and white, like the Jedi Council would say. So it's interesting yeah. to see him pass that on to Ahsoka and stuff like that. So that's where I like Anakin more because you can see him more of a leader rather than just a whiny kid who wants to I want to be on the Jedi Council <laughs> how can I be on the council and not be a master <laughs> stuff like that so yeah I just love him I just I don't know yeah good he has very quaff hair in the third movie as well so that's always nice. I hate his hair in the third movie oh, oh. I love his hair <clears throat> there's like certain scenes I'm like is that a wig I think he's wearing a wig but he might be I, I don't think he is but um anyways oh actually yeah. i think he was because i've seen that picture of anakin with his like just his yellow eyes like when he like does his um like mustafar scene oh and his hair is really short there so when he turns and it's like partly covered yes that part yeah, my yeah. favorite scene in all of star wars <laughs> <laughs> with his yellow eyes yeah. okay so for r i put characters um let's see oh, i can't even read my own writing um so basically star wars for me um has characters i feel like i don't i don't necessarily relate to them i don't i wouldn't say um but i just find that they're really easy to like a lot of them <laughs> even like the villains you find yourself like rooting for um and like one thing i thought of is like in Harry Potter, you never like are rooting for Voldemort to win, and like <laughs> I feel like, well, I don't know, maybe people are even like Malfoy. People are like, ah, oh, just go away, you're so annoying. Um, I but I feel like Malfoy. people are like, oh, Darth Vader's like my favorite character. Palpatine's my favorite character in Star Wars. Like, how is like the worst villain your favorite character? I think it says something about Star Wars when like someone as terrible as Palpatine can be your favorite character. Um, no other book or movie or series has characters that I care about as much as Star Wars. And I think about this when, like, I watch um, the Marvel movies. Um, like, they're enjoyable to watch, but I don't really, like, like, when Black Widow died, I was like, yeah, that stinks. You know, it wasn't, I wasn't like, ah, oh, seriously? You know, it wasn't, like, a huge traumatic event for me. Um, and I think I just like the characters of Star Wars more. I just, like, care about them sometimes, like, they're real people. Um, and also the variety of characters, ranging, like, the aliens, the creatures, um, different types of beings, and how they could be so creative with the types of mm -hmm. characters that are in Star Wars, so... Yeah, it feels like there's something for everybody. Right. You know, like little kids and Molly might like Ewoks. Right. Um, right. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, there's like those like like the Ewoks that are like, are they creatures? Are they beings? Like there's like a difference between like 
like ones that can like think for themselves and like are they an animal but they're like an alien yeah it's just interesting um all the different varieties and then you get like things like babu frick and i'm like how can there be a whole species of like <laughs> six inch tall beings like where do they live you know what i mean yeah so yeah it's just interesting and then you're like wait if all of them are living in the same place they're all living on uh jacku or on coruscant how do the facilities service all these people you know what i mean <laughs> what does a urinal look like for babu frick compared to chewbacca like i need to know what, what happens here so i think it's like a running like joke that like there's like no bathrooms ever shown in any of the star wars or something like that there's like part of one shown in one of the comics or something i don't know but um yeah it's interesting that bathrooms never came up but anyways characters um molly i guess we'll go that way um i have return of the jedi because return of the jedi is just my favorite star wars movie i just love return of the jedi um i love luke and return of the jedi i love the whole scene with jabba hut job jabba the hut um i remember i was like we lived in the farmhouse, so I would have had to have been like five. Yeah. Um, and I would like play it in my room <laughs> and I would like be Leia and I would like sneak in and I would pretend to like press buttons and then Han would like fall out of the wall. Oh, like okay. I just remember like playing Return <laughs> wait, wait, wait. of the Jedi. No, that's Is that Return of the Jedi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I was saying okay, yeah, yeah he gets frozen in yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. The carp yeah. yeah. So I just I don't know. I think I don't know if that was the first one I watched because I was five Mm. and I had seen it. So I don't know. But that one, I just love Return of the Jedi. And Luke is just great in Return of the Jedi. And he gets his green lightsaber. Yeah. He's just like, he's like a confident. Yeah. He's an independent, confident man. Yeah. And then he comes back to complete (laughs) his training with Yoda. And Yoda's like, okay, I'm going to (laughs) die. yeah (laughs) like it makes me so frustrated these people learning to use the force like both ray and luke were both like no i need to leave i can't finish my training i gotta go help my friends and they come back and their trainer's dead so yeah yeah. but i guess they didn't need them they only needed the five minutes how much better could they have been you know what i mean (laughs) it's true Yeah. yeah all right good one molly dan what do you have for r for R, I had friendships. So I feel, you know, kind of along what we were talking, but I feel like there are people that, you know, our friendship has gotten stronger, been sustained by Star Wars in a way. You know, like yes. you and I, yeah. Ryan, like we've we've chatted over Star Wars more recently because of, you know, Star Wars being something we both like. And, um, and then here in Pittsburgh, like I had a group of friends that, you know, I was like friends with, but then once the new movies start coming out, they want to do the midnight premieres. And I was kind of like, do I do that? Like, am I that into Star Wars? <laughs> um, but I like did. And, you know, now that we like talk about Star Wars, we send the memes, yes. and, you know, yes. all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, I think Star Wars is just great to like have a shared hobby or, you know, like that you can talk about. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah bonds people together yeah it's fun like it's amazing we had a random customer the other day who came in and he had um i forget forget what it if it was the rebel symbol or something on his hat and i told him i said hey i like your hat and he's like oh yeah i like your tattoo as well and so we were like 
talking to him like I'd never talked to this guy before and like we were talking about Star Wars and we went to a trivia night a Star Wars trivia night and um, after the trivia night we were talking to all these people I never met before about Star Wars and it's just like crazy how yeah you can make mm-hmm. friendships and sustain friendships that way so very good all right so we're down to s last word last letter here i put toys um not as sentimental as friendship but um (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm not like a collector of toys but i enjoy like as a kid i always enjoyed playing with the actual like actually playing with the toys um I i remember in first grade my parents bought me a Millennium Falcon. It was like huge. I mean, it's like, I don't know, two and a half feet long or something like that. Two feet long, maybe. Um, and it's got buttons on it that make noise. And like, it was like, it fits like the six inch characters inside of it or whatever, however tall they are. And like, it just had like all these cool features. Like the, um, like the back of it came off so you could see inside. And uh, the like ramp came down and it was just like it had lights and everything it was like the coolest thing i remember taking it into show and tell uh, for first grade and like oh i love that thing and now uh, i was like a couple years ago we got it out um for the kids to play with and it's like in 38 different pieces all across the house like it's just like all these little pieces that i mean it's not like broken but it's like pieces that like you know, aren't supposed to come apart, but can <laughs> unsnap and snap back together. They're just all over the place. But the kids still like to play it, and uh, they like to play with all the characters. I loved, um, after the Phantom Menace came out, they came out with these uh, toys that, like, they came on, they had, like, these, um, like, little stands you could stand them on, and they would have, like, five quotes on each one from the movie, and you could, like, scan it over this big, like, walkie-talkie-looking thing. And it would like say like the the quotes from the movie of that character. I thought, man, that's like the coolest thing. And people were like collecting them <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, but I would say probably the ones I like the most now are the Star Wars Legos, the Star Wars Lego. Excuse me. Um, the uh, I don't have a lot of them, but um, they're I just love building them. Um, it's but then once they're done, I'm like, okay, what do I do with it now? <laughs> so I break it back apart and put in bags and put it back in the closet but it's just like i don't know there's something i could like look at star wars lego online for like hours and like dream about the ones i want to get but um yeah i love all the star wars toys i think the toys are meant to be played with um but i understand why people collect them as well so we had a guy that used to work at uh where i worked that he didn't have a job for like two or three years and he said all he did was sell star wars collectibles on ebay that's all he did that's how he made his living (laughs) like that's pretty cool but i'd say my i i like it because it was such an easy way to introduce the kids to star wars and characters and they probably knew who chewbacca and yoda and luke were before they even saw the movies because of the characters i had so toys i had Mm -hmm. so dan what do you have for s so save the most controversial for last i guess (laughs) Slave one, Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. I've been trying to think. I wish I would have thought. You know, been ready to defend because I didn't know somebody was going to attack me about it. You. 
but like why it is because you're right you know he doesn't say anything but like for some reason mainly it's just he looks so cool you know i guess that's why but i had the like slave one lego ship oh, um yes and i was gonna say one of my friends had like I remember in high school, he sold a Boba Fett figurine for like three hundred dollars because the legs had like special legs, and my Boba Fett Lego <laughs> did not have special legs. Um, you know, and I had a T-shirt, a Boba Fett T-shirt, I think from Disney World. But I remember I I went to a Christian school and I couldn't wear it because he was like holding a blaster gun on the side. That's great. Um, oh yeah, there was a Boba Fett that came out. It was a I think it was a cereal bot a cereal toy. Um, I don't know if this is the one that he had or not, but um, it came out right before Empire Strikes Back came out, and he had this, um, you know, like missile or rocket in his pack, you know, like he has in the movie, and it would like it was like spring loaded and it would shoot out, but then the toy was recalled because it was like a choking hazard and it was like <laughs> blasting people's eyes out and stuff like that. So if you could find one now that had that with like that spring-loaded toy in it i mean it's worth like thousands and thousands of dollars or something like that i don't even know but um huh. yeah it's crazy it's crazy yeah yeah i'll have to i'll have to think about why he was so cool i mean, I he mean is cool just to look helped. at i mean now yeah. they made the mandalorian and like i feel like um the mandalorian is cool just to look at just to look at him you're like man that guy is cool but mm-hmm. i don't know what makes boba fett cool he has a booster pack he can fly around but yeah i just wish he would have done more yeah, in the original trilogy i think i was gonna say this earlier like when we were talking about books so i had the like bounty hunter book oh yeah talked uh-huh. about that on another episode um there was a video game maybe called like bounty hunter or something where you were playing as boba fett and you know so like there are other things that fleshed out the character a yeah. little bit more whereas if you only based on the movies yeah i mean he had so little screen yeah. time and stuff but <laughs> For some, whoever first liked Boba Fett, it became a bigger thing because, you know, people just took yeah. it up. So, yeah. Hey, you do you, Dan. <laughs> I don't <laughs> dislike Thanks, Boba man. Fett. I just wish we would have got more from Boba Fett. I wouldn't say yeah. he's my favorite character, but. Cool, cool. Nice. Molly? All right. That's me, yeah, right? That's you. So, Sabres. <laughs> nice. Thanks. You could have said lightsabers. So- well, here's why I didn't, <clears throat> because I was going to write light sabers. Well, two reasons, but um, I didn't know until recently with the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that there's more than light sabers. So I have really enjoyed figuring out what in the world a dark saber is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so well, that's the only that's one that's sabers. not a lightsaber. There's only one. Well, okay. Okay. Well, but still. So I really like lightsabers. So yes, I did just say sabers, but yeah. lightsabers yeah. Um, because they're awesome. And I feel like it's such a unique weapon. Yeah. Um, It's just different than other universes. Um, So I just thought that I just love them. And I who, thought that it was cool. Who is your favorite lightsaber? <clears throat> um, which lightsaber is your favorite however you want to say well it. for the longest time my favorite was the green luke skywalker lightsaber yeah. um but as much as i hate to say this um when they introduced leia's like rose gold lightsaber yeah. i was like 
Oh, if I was a Jedi, that's what my <laughs> lightsaber would look like. Like, that was sweet. If Apple made a lightsaber, that's what it would look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so girly, but, like, so cool, and I just really liked it. But um, I didn't like that it was blue. Oh, you wanted it to I, be green. I like the green mm-hmm. one. Yeah. To finally bring it back to video games one more time here today. <laughs> uh, you should totally play Fallen Order, Molly, if you ever get a PS4, because there's, like... It's, there's sort of this like Harry Potter like wand chooses the wizard moment where like you have to like recreate your lightsaber nice. and there's like the personalization you know you can like I, I can't give away too much because it's like a really awesome moment when you finally like get your lightsaber I do know. have a PS4 so maybe I'll invest do it um yeah, yeah we were I also oh. really like Kylo Ren's lightsaber yeah. like I think Kylo Ren's lightsaber is so cool that it like because it's so different it was like a sword yeah. it's like this is something it I've never seen yeah yeah yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So I feel like I have to go with my for my favorite one. Oh, it's such a tough decision. Um Darth Maul's double-sided lightsaber from the Phantom mm-hmm. Menace is so cool cuz it was like the first time you saw a double-sided lightsaber or a double-bladed lightsaber. Um but it is kind of big and clunky like in the like the <laughs> the lightsaber itself, but the fact that it works when it's still cut in half is pretty cool. Like yeah. Um, but they have other double-sided or double-bladed lightsabers that aren't that big, like um the Inquisitors have them in Rebels. Oh, right. Um, those ones are pretty cool, but they're kind of cheap too. They just spin around on their own. Um, I probably would pick Ahsoka's lightsabers. Probably as my favorite. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> when you were like, I, but this is Ezra's, our decision. I was like, he's going to pick Ahsoka. Okay, I, can I don't pick, know why. I can very easily pick my least favorite lightsaber, and that is Kanan's. <laughs> like, I think it looks... I don't know if you know... I did you watch Rebels? What it yeah, looks I don't know what like. Kanan's is in two pieces, and you have to screw them together to make them work. <gasps> oh, yeah. And it, I just don't think uh, it why looks... Why does he do Yeah, that? I don't think it looks good. I don't like that you have to put two pieces together. I understand you don't have to take it apart. But I thought yeah. Ezra's like blaster saber was really cool. Um, I do like Ezra's. Like, for Dan, who doesn't know, it's like a he. It looks like a blaster, um, so it shoots blaster bolts. But also, a lightsaber comes out of it as well, um, out of a different place. So that one was really cool. Um, they sell those at Disney. World. Do they? Yeah. yeah. I, if we we were planning to go to Galaxy's Edge this summer, and I would love to build a lightsaber there. It's like. $150, so not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think... You, I will say it's... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You I was going to say it's pretty... Um, You can build just the hilt, or you can build the... I think just the hilt is like $100, and you can build like the whole thing with like the, you know, light up part for like 150 So kind of salty, but you can pick your own elements. Um, you don't just pick out a lightsaber. You pick like the elements of the lightsaber. Right. But I think it's very like right. confined, you know. If you pick this basic design, you get like three choices, you know. Um, but what, Dan, do you have a favorite? It's pretty anticlimactic, the like Facebook videos or whatever, where they're like, we made a real life lightsaber. And it's like plugged into something. They're like cutting a styrofoam cup. They're like, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So eventually someday there'll be a real lightsaber. So, yeah. I just love them. They're so cool. Yeah. It, I was watching Rebels the other day. And one thing that was interesting about Kanan's lightsaber is you could turn something on it and make it shorter when he gives it to Ezra for the first time 
You're yeah, right. He makes the blade shorter, which I was like, oh, I wonder if that's specific to his or if that's everybody's. Because Ahsoka's lightsabers are two different lengths. Like one, huh. I think, is her Padawan saber. And one she gets like in between season three and four. It doesn't really say how she got it, I don't think. Um, and then she has two after that. But huh. um, do you have a favorite, Dan? I never, I didn't even really think about it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Kylo Ren's maybe like just the sound, and yeah. I don't know how it looks and stuff. It's probably up there. One that I liked back in the day uh, was uh, Plo Koon had an orange lightsaber. We played a mm. uh, game called Jedi Power Battles. I know I've talked about it before, but I'd always play as Plo Koon because he had an orange lightsaber, and orange was my favorite color for the longest time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that one. I really want to get the Kylo Ren lightsaber from... Um, from Disney World, it's like two hundred dollars, and I want to get like little mounts for it and like put it up like you know how people would take like their family sword and like put it on the mantle. <laughs> right. Like I want to do that with Kylo Ren's <laughs> lightsaber. I have to build a mantle, but it's fine. I'll like have a shelf and it'll just be mounted there. They do have these so. ones. I thought about getting for the kids. I've seen them like in advertisements all over the internet. It's like. It like plugs straight into an outlet and it's kind of like a nightlight where it's like the handle and then like it's got the big plastic thing that comes out of it and it looks oh, like yeah. a lightsaber. Um, but it's like some, it's not Disney or Star Wars or anything. It's like an off brand. Um, right. but I was like, those are pretty cool. Yeah, that would be cool. All right. Um, I guess that's it. So there's, that's our acrostic poem. Woo-hoo. Mine didn't rhyme, um, but it's all right. Mine was was not an iambic pentameter. I think I said that right. (laughs) Yes. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Before we wrap it up here, we got a random Star Wars fact of the podcast. We would be honored if you would join us. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. As you wish. All right. So this, since Dan's here... (laughs) Not really, since Molly's here. Um, I got an Attack of the Clones uh, fact, but it it does include Phantom Menace, so Dan, you can feel included as well, since that's your favorite Star Wars movie, right? Right? Um, Due to the the amount of animosity towards Jar Jar Binks in Episode 1, Attack of the Clones had the working title... Of Jar Jar's Big Adventure. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Because George Lucas said that Jar Jar Binks was like his favorite character. And he was like super excited about Jar Jar Binks. I think a lot of other people weren't. Even during like the making they weren't sure about it. But George Lucas is kind of weird and crazy. And he loved Jar Jar Binks. And I loved Jar Jar Binks when that movie came out. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was pretty good. Uh, Jar Jar's Big Adventure. That's funny. And uh, that is your random Star Wars fact of the podcast. The Force will be with you. Always. Uh, A couple more things before we wrap it up. We got a new review. Uh, Thank you, Rachel3486. She she gave us five stars. She said, kept me laughing. These two are a hoot, genuine comedy, and great topics. So I don't know which two she's talking about. Um, (laughs) But could be Dan and Molly. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, and we have uh, a Patreon with uh, some patrons. Dan, 
being one of them. Um, Woohoo! Shout out one to of him. the best people in the galaxy. Uh, also, <laughs> thank you to Casey, Ali, Aaron, and Tim. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much for your support. It means a lot to me that you guys would uh, pledge, donate, gift any money. Um, but it does help definitely with costs of having a podcast. So appreciate that greatly. Um, Thanks, guys. Yeah. And for supporting Ryan, you can uh, if you want to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash sort of Star Wars. Uh, we have a one dollar tier where uh, you get a <laughs> sticker. Right? Yeah. A sticker and a card. And you get a shout out every episode. And then we have a $3 tier where you get Discord access where we're doing all sorts of fun things. We've had a couple movie nights. Um, we have one coming up today. This will come out on Friday. So we have one tomorrow um, yeah. where we all get together. It's like a group phone call and we watch a movie together. It's pretty fun. Super fun. And um, also. Don't forget about our Threadless store. Molly's sporting her guacamole shirt, which you can find on the Threadless store. Um, oh, no, people can't see. I was going to like hold it up, but people can't see. And uh, there's a new Baby Yoda or the child. It's so cute. Uh, so cute. On there. It's pretty cute that I drew myself with some influence from the characters on the internet. Um, <laughs> SSW.threadless.com. Lots of good stuff there. I got a pair of shoes today. I got two shirts today. Uh, one for Mel, one for me. And my notebook should be coming soon. So the shoes are pretty cool. Um, and you can find us online at Sword of Star Wars. And I want to thank again Dan for being here. Uh, one of the f- five best people in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dan, for coming. Of course. And thank you, Molly, for coming. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And be safe. Be courteous. Mm, bye. 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 See you later, alligator.